the regular exclusive podcast with Jason and Renee. And big news. Um, uh, unexpected trailer just dropped that, needless to say, we're fucking hyped for. Meg to the trench. <laughs> I could I told you I was excited about this trailer, but like when it, I figured we'd be getting it soon, I think on our news episode last week. I was like, literally, I, you were like, you're excited about the Meg too. I'm like, fuck yeah, I am. That trailer should be coming any day now, and it really delivered. I got, I got to admit, you were right. Um, I remember the Meg two. I don't remember loving it. I remember. You mean the first you, one? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I remember thinking it was, it was okay, but this trailer really accomplished the goal of I'm like I need to go back and watch the first one again. It's on Hulu right now. Cuz the Meg 2, the trench looks amazing. Yeah, they're really up in the ante. I enjoy the first one. It's not like the greatest movie ever, but and I also am biased because I just love shark movies. I just feel like there's I'm really glad Hollywood realizes that you know, we could probably make a million of these things and they'll make money because people love a good shark movie and it's a great action movie. I mean, the action shots alone in this trailer are incredible. The opening shot. Yeah. I, I was watching. I'm like, wait, are they going back in time like right? dinosaurs? That's what I'm saying. It was like a, just a big fuck you to Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, all that shit. They're like, because 65 million years, like the one king or whatever of all the of all mm. like the apex predator and it's like t-rex because that's what you know that's the propaganda that jurassic <laughs> world's pushing and this shit's like no it's the fucking meg which they're right that thing was huge yeah this that opening bit seemed like a huge middle finger to jurassic park it totally did just like haha you guys thought dinosaurs were cool which i was like they're adding dinosaurs to the Meg. They're doing something right. I like that. But then the fact that it just killed the T-Rex is like, I mean, that's just associated with Jurassic World, Jurassic Park. That's yeah. like their thing. It's literally in the logo. So Shot. it totally feels like shots. Yeah. Shots fired. Uh -huh. And then also, I think they're also uh, they're putting Godzilla and King Kong on on notice a little bit because we're getting other giant creatures like yep. we saw an octopus. There'll probably be some other stuff. They're smart. They're expanding it. They're at, there's a bunch of those sharks in the trailer. Also, really, just as a Jaws fan, love to see the callbacks coming in. Back. Like, <laughs> it's just so, you know, I know I say it all the time, but nostalgia. It's just, it's too powerful, man. I see it, and I just, I get so excited. When he I, has his, Jason Statham has his feet on the edge of the shark's <laughs> mouth, just like Quint and Jaws. I'm, of course, he's Jason Statham, though, so he won't actually die. <laughs> and I like I like the the path that they're going down. Let's just keep making the shark bigger and bigger every movie. Let let's just get totally crazy with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, they they did a good like twist in the first one because it was like, oh, there's two Megs, and there's like that was just the baby Meg, and that thing was huge, and now there's a bigger one. I remember that being like, what the fuck? That was crazy. <laughs> so I just want to say the trailer looks fucking legit. It literally ends with Jason Statham surfing and shooting a fucking like giant ass shark. It's incredible. We might have to consider covering that when it comes out in August. You know, I'm for our, all about it. Our one year anniversary. We got to cover a shark movie. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, there's been a few already since then, but I think this is the first one worth talking about. I agree. Well, let's get into the to the real craziness of the Jumanji's. This next is even more challenging. And remember, the future of Jumanji is in your hands. I have one important question. Who is Jumanji? Is that Barbara's boy? We're gonna die. We did die. Are we in hell? I knew it. Oh my god. All right. We're talking about we're talking about all the Jumanji's. Not not just one of them, just all of them. They just seamlessly kind of weave all together. <laughs> they they really do. They're it's a an interesting little trio of films, and I love them all in their own unique ways. Yeah, they're they're all great, and I definitely wasn't expecting the the new ones to be as good as they were, but they were awesome. They had no business being that good. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are really not even sure how they feel about the original, so it wasn't like they were making a new movie to like a really beloved classic. Like I personally feel like Jumanji's a beloved classic, but you know, a lot of people there's like, a, it's got really bad reviews and it was not well received at the time. And I think a lot of the criticism was that it was too scary for kids and that Robin Williams wasn't funny enough. You were traumatized by this movie. I was, <laughs> I will say it is a bit scary for kids. This came out in 95. I saw it that same year. I was five years old and I'm still recovering from uh, the, the stuff in this movie and the spider I scene. The spiders are still fucked up, man. Cause they're like, they're nasty as fuck and they get the close-ups of them. Oh God. I hate them. I just get nervous in general now when I see like chittering in like mm -hmm. this, the subtitles. Cause I'm like, Oh God, that's spiders. That's always spiders. It's chittering. Um, but the spiders, the quicksand especially. I really hate quicksand in the 90s. That was fucking everywhere. But like, mm -hmm. I really don't like it in this one because it just pops up out of nowhere, which is like the ultimate fear. Because I've never yeah. seen it in the wild. But, you know, you see it in movies all the time. <laughs> Either way, uh, all of it was horrifying. And that's why I think I'm such a beloved horror fan, honestly. It all comes back to Jumanji. It really does. This might be my origin story for like, being a fucked up person, <laughs> but in a good way, I guess. There you go. I'm working through my shit. <laughs> yeah, it it's funny that like yeah that people don't find this movie to be beloved. Like this movie is, I this is a childhood classic for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and also like was just looking at it. The director was was Joe Johnston. Johnston, yeah. Johnston, and I did not realize how great of an imdb he has like yeah this was like the first one and then he went on to do like october sky jurassic park 3 not amazing but still fun hidalgo classic mm -hmm. captain america the first avenger like dude was awesome and also that whole thing of robin williams and like people not thinking he's like he's he's not funny enough i'm just like do people not remember that like half of Robin Williams movies like are comedic performances and then the other half of the same movie is incredibly dramatic? Like Mrs. Doubtfire is hilarious, but then also there's like three moments where you're where you're going to cry from totally, Robin Williams. Totally, I cry always, yeah. And then he does have like a lot of weird movies where he would do like these darker performances. I just don't think they were as well received at the time, but like I think 
He's really great in this movie. And like, I'm sorry, but if I was his character, I would never laugh again after that. (laughs) After getting sucked into that board game, that that like this, there's a great horror movie in here somewhere. I mean, I love the new ones and how they went into like the comedic direction, because like that's like also still present in the original. There's still a lot of funny stuff, but it definitely has way darker shit than the, the new ones. But like. You could make a full blown horror movie out mm-hmm. of the out of this base uh, movie, the original. Oh yeah, like if someone if someone had the balls to do it, they could do a movie that just takes place while he is in Jumanji. Oh like, god, that's he gets my nightmare. Sucked in as a kid, and then he's you just see hit that movie of him living there for twenty six years. There, there's a horror movie there. That's a fucking horror movie if I've ever heard one. That's literally what I would imagine at night when I couldn't sleep. That is exactly get inside. Like welcome to my brain. Um, he also directed uh, the Wolfman, which with Benicio del Toro, which I enjoyed. I thought that was a good movie. I remember. I remember that movie being being all right. He worked, he came up under uh, Spielberg and like worked with him and George Lucas a bunch. So like, oh, okay. and he also did like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and the Page Master, the live action oh, part, yeah. which I fucking love the Page Master. Page Master is great. Also kind of a horror movie. <laughs> yes. Okay. That scared the shit. It's like very similar to the, the quicksand in the floor. It's like the same thing when he gets turned into the painting or the, the animation. <laughs> If like again, like there's really dark shit in here, <laughs> but I kind of feel like that's okay. Like they don't maybe do that anymore with kids' movies, but yeah, this movie should have been rated PG thirteen. hundred <laughs> percent. Like <laughs> it's still scary when I watch it. I just rewatched it. And I was like, I probably shouldn't watch this at night. Like I just don't want this to be the last thing I see before bed. I don't want to dream that I'm in Jumanji. I I. I watched it with Sarah. This was her first time seeing it, and she couldn't watch the spider part, even yeah. though the spiders look like toys. Like, no, they she don't. She, she couldn't do it. They're <laughs> like, covered in slime too. They're like all gooey, and they're like, like they're just fucking nasty. Okay, <laughs> they're really upsetting, and I just think the practical effects made a bigger impact on me as a kid because it, even if mm. it's not the greatest, I feel like it still just feels more real a lot mm. of the time. Yeah, well, and, and you you have to watch it through the lens of this is a twenty plus year old movie, thirty, or yeah, almost thirty, almost thirty years. So, like, yeah, CGI is is definitely dated. The, the right after Jurassic Park, <laughs> this the, was like the, the or sorry, I was just speaking of CGI. The reviews were like like Roger Ebert was saying this movie to relies too heavily on its visual effects, and I was like, was this the first time they said that? Because I feel like. <laughs> They had just started doing this shit. Like yeah. Jurassic Park was only like what two years before this, and they're yeah. already saying that. Like that's pretty quick. <laughs> well, and it's funny. That's a similar criticism of of the newer ones. People say it's it's too heavy on the CGI. At least in the new ones, the CGI is pretty good. <laughs> like, and it's also <laughs> supposed to be because it's like a video game. Like yeah. the new ones, like we'll, we'll get into that, but they really, they still feel like they're part of the original, even as different as they are. But yeah. I think it's just, that's what speaks to why they're just the perfect requel. Yeah. So th- that's the perfect transition. Cause You're I, welcome. What, <laughs> what, when I saw the trailer for the first one, I was like, oh, this looks fun, but like, it's, it's probably not going to be very good. It seems like a, a cash grab and they, they really are the best requel like this and scream 
are the Agreed. best the best requels. And I'll also put um Creed, the they're like the spin-offs of Rocky. They're they introduce new characters, they remix the original idea, and mm-hmm. they move on. They don't do the Top Gun Maverick thing where the story still revolves around Tom Cruise and it's literally <laughs> called Maverick, guys. <laughs> it's not a requel. It's just a fucking sequel with Tom Cruise. Until yeah. he dies, that it will then it'll be a requel. But for now, I feel like you're right. I would also throw in The Force Awakens. I think that's a really good one. That's really what started the whole requel trend, I think. Yeah, maybe. I would have to look at the years on hey, that. Hey, I mean, talk about moving on. They kill fucking Han Solo <laughs> in that movie. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And you, They start with Rey and you really like her. She's like the best character like to come out of those things. Yeah, I think it's just that they didn't stick the landing with that new trilogy that really sours yeah (laughs) but you know what you think about the first one you're like you know what that still fucking slaps (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah like the the next two were so good and the way that they remixed the idea of jumanji like they didn't just bring back the board game and then it's like oh a bunch of millennials playing board games although i do love me a good board game i think these are gen (laughs) z kids now jace Okay, touche. Um, <laughs> They're not millennials. They'd be too old. <laughs> Although, fun fact, the, the kid who plays Fridge in real life, that actor is like 30 years old. So, <laughs> And I was like, weird. He looks like he's like totally the same age as them. Like he looks a lot younger, I feel like. But also he's like so tall. Who knows? But yeah, like, I thought it was such a great idea for them to have whatever the spirit that's in Jumanji to have it turn itself into a video game i was like that's brilliant it really feels like true to the original and then like sucking the people into the game it's nice too that they have three lives i bet you alan Parrish probably would have loved that for <laughs> his 26 years they're stuck alone and he's like also a team what is this and i could be bravestone with actual powers like that guy had no powers he was fighting a lion all on his own i'm just saying it seems like they've really made it more user-friendly probably because it was probably a long drought between games it looks like can you imagine how mad you could that he must have been like the movie's pg he couldn't drop any f-bombs but like think about he was stuck there for 26 years because the girl ran away like if she would have rolled the dice i know i would have been so mad (laughs) when they when they reunited the movie he would have cussed her out (laughs) she's like it ruined my life and i do like when he's like oh it ruined your life (laughs) i'm sorry that everyone thought you were crazy but i was literally trapped in a fucking jungle and all you had to do was roll the fucking dice i don't care if there's bats just go back to the house and roll the fucking dice (laughs) jesus christ It's also actually really cool, just speaking of the requel thing, the very last shot of Jumanji being at the beach, like washed Mm. up because they like, you know, toss it in the the water, in the ocean or whatever. And so I love that, like the opening shot of Welcome to the Jungle is like the Jumanji in the same position on the beach. It's just, Mm -hmm. I love it. I mean, it was just a great, like, it's okay, good. They got it. I just feel good right off the bat. When when I rewatched the original the, the other night, the last thought that was in my head, and I know why they didn't do it, because, you know, obviously you can't just abruptly end things. But I'm like, how did no one ever think, you know, this wooden board game? What if we just lit it on fire? 
<laughs> I wondered about that because nobody's tried it. I'm like, yeah. that's the first thing I would try. Yeah. But I wonder if it's like hereditary where like you throw it in the fire and then one of you lights on fire yourself. Ah. You know, it's probably, I mean, it's fucking magical, man. <laughs> this thing, I, I think this could be another whole segment on its own or maybe an episode, but like they really don't give you much information about Jumanji at all throughout any of these movies. And I've read the picture book. I read it in elementary school <laughs> and nobody knows like, where the fuck did this come from? Who made this thing? Why? <laughs> and what is it? Like, it's so weird. Yeah. I think it's for the best. <laughs> if they I mean, open, it probably is. If they open that door, like you can't close that. That's <laughs> like, true. You, you have to go through a whole unraveling <laughs> of the universe. You're going to have a whole trilogy of, of lore. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Then it becomes Marvel and like no more. We don't need more of that shit. <laughs> I love that Jumanji keeps it up to the imagination, but like it horrifies me to think of those answers. But I want to say final question before we get into the movies, the, okay. the new ones. My one question to you after watching all of these movies in a row is, would you play Jumanji if it was real? Like board game or video game, it doesn't matter. Well, I think the obvious answer is no, because no one chooses to play Jumanji. They all accidentally get sucked into it. So I think the answer is no. Like <laughs> now, If you had the choice, would you choose to play either one and why if not? No. Because you could you could die. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank you. If anything, I would say maybe the video game. But like, again, it sounds like they feel everything every time they die. And like the ways that some of them get eaten. I don't think I'd come back from that. Even if I had another life, I go, I think I'm just going to kill myself. I'm going to stand here and wait for people to shoot me until I'm actually dead. It's, it's, I don't think I'm going to want to live another day with that memory. It's the whole stuck in a time loop movie thing. Like yeah. where you, you die, but you feel everything and you got to live with that memory and that saying. feeling. That's like something really fucked up and existential about that, man. I just, I'm glad that you feel that way because I remember we would hang out with our neighbors down the street as kids and they had the vid, the board game of Jumanji. And one time we were over there and they're like, hey, you guys want to play Jumanji? And I flipped the fuck out. I was like, <laughs> are you guys kidding me? No, no, you put that thing away. We should burn that. Because I was like convinced it was real. So see, Robin Williams performance really stuck with you. It did, dude. It haunted me. You don't know what afraid is. I'm like, exactly. I don't want to know. I'm an overweight middle-aged man. Oh, I don't have my clarity. And all I see around here is Paul. Well, I don't have a top two feet of my body. Damn, that is a man right there. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. It's going to be okay. All right. So. We're going to be talking primarily now about Welcome to the Jungle and The Next Level. And these movies are one of, they're a blast. But I did not realize until, you know, a couple of days ago when I actually looked into this, I didn't realize how huge of a hit these movies were. Like, Tell me. I mean, I knew, but like, I don't know the numbers. So tell like, me. Like when it came out, I didn't. If you would have bet me, what's the over under on Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle box office? Higher or lower than 500,000? I probably would have fi 500 million. Sorry. I probably would have said lower just because I did not think it was a huge hit. Welcome to the Jungle was 
$5,000 away from being a billion dollar movie. I can believe it, man. It was so good. I saw this shit in theaters. I, I just, I had no clue. And I was like, wow, movie made a ton of money. It really did. It was, I mean, because it was perfect. It was literally the perfect requel. It was, it was, and a lot of people weren't even like, really beholden to the original so they kind of had a little bit more freedom but they still respected the original yeah while making something new and really really fun i think it's also the casting that really is what sealed the deal for me at least when i saw the trailer mm-hmm. i was like i'm gonna see that shit in theaters this movie like both of them are you're going because you want to see crazy jungle stuff jungle sequences like in the original but then also you want to see the characters be entertaining and hilarious yeah which they totally nail also i pretty sure the only requel that is made more that made more money than this was top gun maverick so until top gun maverick this was like on top of the mountain which i would never have thought that i mean it seems unlikely yeah but it's like it's fucking amazing. It's an incredible movie. It is. And the the cast is just unbelievable. So like I mean the sequences in this in these movies are amazing. Like all of them are crazy, great Hilarious. effects. Yeah, great effects. CGI to the max. Especially if you're a gamer, I feel like these movies are very, very fun. Like if you and not even like I'm a serious gamer who games all the time, <laughs> but like, you know, I I love Mario games and like other kind of games, but like like not like on that level. And I feel like I still like I was like, oh, I get that. And like, you know, it's just yeah, it's yeah. fun. It very much feels like a game that they're in. Mm-hmm. And like I, I I think that's why I also like Free Guy. I know you haven't seen that, but it's very similar. No, I have seen that. Oh, you have seen that. Okay. Yeah. Free Guy was fun. Um, so let's start with the person that's the entire reason that we decided to do this. Yep. Jack Black is a revelation. A revelation. (laughs) And I remember the one thing I do remember when this movie came out is everyone talking about how good it felt to have Jack Black back in (laughs) Jack Black back. They they called it the Jack Black Assance. And they did, I was going to or... ask you why you were wanting to call it that because I was like, I was unaware that we needed one. I uh, thought we all still loved him. We always loved him, but he wasn't he wasn't in front of us. And I if I'm reading the IMDb, IMDb right. The in this period of time, we got like Kung Fu Panda. So we got some voice acting, but I fucking love Kung Fu Panda. Oh. I so I saw Kung Fu Panda three times in theaters. Me too. It was so good. It was so good. Okay, <laughs> it was right. so good. Anyways, but <laughs> we got Kung Fu Panda and he did some other voice acting. He did some like TV stuff. But the last like movie that we saw him in. Can you take a guess? Tropic I don't think... Thunder. No. No. Um, when was Tropic Thunder? So that was 2008. It was that's close. Um, it was year one. Oh, that, I do. That I, random Michael Sarah movie I that you actually really like that movie. I just rewatched <laughs> it. I was like, this movie's actually pretty hilarious. <laughs> so that was 2009. So this was like the first time. You're right. In, wow. In, in like almost a decade that we had seen him on the big screen. This is his comeback. And he came back in full force and just reminded 
everyone who he is. <laughs> and it was incredible because like he's he's so funny. He's so fucking hilarious. Obviously, we already knew that. But he he's so funny, but he doesn't play a Gen Z teenager girl like who's obsessed with herself and like super hot. He doesn't play her in like a really like it's obvious or whatever. He really feels like her. Like I feel yeah. like he really is in that headspace. And that's what's incredible about it is that like it's hilarious as fuck, but it's like an incredible acting performance. <laughs> he's like, like, wow. He went full method with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like literally, like he was like asking her like what her favorite shows were and movies and music. And he was just getting into that headspace and probably just talking with her all the time yeah. about everything to try and like get it right. And it's funny because you can definitely tell like some of the, not, not all of them, but some of the actors, you can always tell like when they're really good about imitating the person yeah. that's, that's the carrot, the real person playing the character. There's a lot of levels to this shit. <laughs> I, I felt like he watched mean girls like a hundred times yep. in, a, in a three month period. <laughs> probably maybe some gossip girl too. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I think the the sequence where where he is teaching Karen Gillum how to strut and like how to flirt is maybe like one of my top ten <laughs> funniest things I've seen this century. Like, oh, it's so good! I'm always crying, laughing through the whole thing. It's the attitude too when he like throws the hat. Yeah, and he like is just so good, and like Karen Gillum is like really keeping up with him with how ridiculous mm -hmm. she's like doing what he's doing and it's so weird that like she's looking ridiculous but he's like looking like he's actually working it like that's <laughs> what's so good okay in flirting situations the key is making them check you out without letting them know that you know that they're checking you out you're just like whatever i'm doing me and then when they try to talk to you you can play it one of three ways dumb super into it or nasty which way you play it depends on what kind of guy you're dealing with. This is like my dream and my nightmare all at one time. I'm not going to take that personally. Now, hair is everything. Touch it. Move it. Play with it. Everyone is like really enhancing every like the, everyone's really funny and like they got a great mm -hmm. cast for the characters that you could play. But I got to say that like in the first movie, I would say Kevin Hart's probably the second funniest. But Jack Black just steals the show because everything he says even when it's like really like heartfelt and like sweet it's just so good it's so good <laughs> oh like when he's trying when he's figuring out how to pee <laughs> exactly and he's like oh my god these things are crazy martha come look at my penis <laughs> oh god so, it's so funny good. so i was wanting like to ask you about since we're talking about both Jumanji's right now, mm -hmm. um, which I mean, obviously we know that like the first movie, his performance is just the best. Mm -hmm. He's really funny in the second one though. And I yeah. think he's actually really good at playing the the fridge kid. But yeah. it's like, I feel like it should be offensive that he's like playing a black kid, but it's like, and he's like being black <laughs> while saying like, but being a white guy, but it's like, it's it's not offensive. At least for me, I don't think, I haven't heard anything like that. Obviously I wouldn't know, but. Yeah, I haven't, Obviously not being black, I, I can't speak to it. But I, I felt like he navigated that situation about as well as anyone could. Like a lot better than The Rock doing Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he didn't like turn the knob up and like go full. I don't know, Ebonics or something. <laughs> but like he, he, he almost like he reminded me of. 
people that I've known that are like from the South. You're like uh, just kind of like a thick accent. Yo, oh, no, 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 this can't be happening! French. Yes, I'm French, goddammit! The hell, man? Okay, okay, so something went wrong. You think? But I really actually loved Jack Black in the second one because, like, he took a step back to let other people really shine. Mm-hmm. He did. It was cool. That's uh, I'm like, oh, for the next one, like, who's going to get the fun part, right? Yeah. And then when he got to be Bethany again at the end of the second one, he's like, back up on it. <laughs> like, I love it when he's like, ah, hi, I missed you. <laughs> so, like, the body, like, literally just everything that he says. Like, I mean, I just also feel like I would be him. Like obviously, I'd be the like the like the teenage girl is like, oh my god, get me the fuck out of here! It's like I just can't even with this place. <laughs> like everything that she's like, like when it, she gets everything wrong, and like he's like, I'm a map doctor. <laughs> just like the way that like it's just so good. I love it. Everything about it, he's just a standout. And like Kevin Hart's hilarious in this movie. He's like yeah. obviously gets me laughing like crazy, but. This is Jack Black's film. <laughs> one of my favorite things in the second one is when he's back being Bethany and when Karen Gilm is just annihilating the room with the nunchucks. And then he just walks up and kicks that one guy in the face. And he's like, we did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> I, I also love that his character actually gets to be useful in the second one. Because like, yeah. like, besides being hilarious, like, what does he really add to the first one? <laughs> Not too much besides reading the map, but it's yeah. like, okay, couldn't any, couldn't Bravestone read the map too? Like, well, and also like the, the second one is also perfect in that, like in the first one, he's the, he's the opposite of the person that is taking over his body. He's not a young, you know, attractive girl. Mm -hmm. He's, he's a middle-aged overweight white guy. Yeah. And then in the second one, he's not a tall fit athlete. He's a he's a small <laughs> middle aged overweight overweight white guy that <laughs> he's has still no the same thing. And yeah. so like Jack Black just fits those perfectly. He's able to to really like be frustrated. Like I'm this person, but I'm stuck in this body. When he's trying like, to do burpees. It's yeah. like God. It's like oh. it, it's just so great. Jack Black is incredible, but. I think like it's cool that he did share the spotlight for the next one. And that's what is exciting about these movies is like, I mean, they even add new characters in the second one. Mm -hmm. So there could be whoever knows in the third one. Right. Like, yeah. Well, so Karen Gillum is great. She is essentially Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Hilarious. And like making fun of the outfit, because I guess that was the thing when the trailer came out, people were like criticizing her outfit. And yeah. it was like they were all like, no, guys, that, that's it's a part. It's part of the joke. Yeah. Like, cause it's like, why the fuck would you be wearing this? This is yeah. so impractical. <laughs> and she, she even says that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why, like, they're commenting on it. It's all, it's all in good fun. But I think her character's great because she is really, really funny. Yeah. I just think she's a great actor. Also, did you know that she's Scottish? I was like totally blown away when I read that in the trivia. When I first heard her, her natural accent, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. She's incredible. And she's really, really funny as like playing like, I mean, her and The Rock are like equally good. I think in the, the first one of both playing like the nerdy kids in mm -hmm. the hot bodies. Yeah. And like the powerful bodies when they're like, they don't feel like powerful in their own lives. So it's really cool that way. Um, and I do like like that that girl gets to play her every time. But it's like, 
you know, I love in the second one when Fridge gets to play her and he's like, oh, shit. Yo. <laughs> yeah. Like, jumping this around. Tight. <laughs> like, exactly. She's like, don't touch my boobs. He's like, literally the first thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> These movies are just fun. I will say, like, as much as I love, I think they did a good job in the first one with, like, the Breakfast Club aspect of mm-hmm. it and introducing you to the new teens. And they're not, like, Oh god, stupid fucking teens and movies. Right now I just feel like those are always really cringeworthy. Yeah. Like if you watch the new Texas Chainsaw, you're like, oh yeah, these teens <laughs> deserve to fucking die. Um, but in this one, like I like them. But in the second movie, I'm like, let's get there a little faster. I don't need this really long intro. We know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that was one thing that I really liked about the second one. I actually tracked it. I was like, how long do they do they keep us out of the actual video game part? And they get right into it it's like 15 minutes and then they're in the video game it's so it's still like 10 minutes too long <laughs> that's a, no that i'm is, just kidding it that, adds to the story though that they're telling through the game like it all yeah. connects you know like i'm just kidding that, but it's just funny that is an interesting thing though that they did change because the first one like the kids are they're the main cast with robin williams and um and the oh, i'm forgetting the actress bonnie hunt oh yeah she's great yeah. um but yeah like the kid young kirsten dunce uh kirsten 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 okay like my sister yeah yeah. well i just call her bird um (laughs) or satan (laughs) but like the kids are like a part of that main crew and then in this one you meet the kids but then the kids get put in the other people's body but but they do yeah they set it up they introduce the characters so now distinct personalities that are recognizable when the characters take over it's very well done that way yeah yeah I agree with you that it is interesting. And I bet when those kids, I wonder if like when they signed up, they're like, oh man, I'm going to be like the next Kirsten Dunst. Like she's like the star of that. And it's like, oh, I'm only in like 15 minutes. Okay, whatever. But I think that, yeah, they 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 do set up the story and it all ties back together because you do have to have a little bit of the emotional connection to the kids yeah. or else you don't give a fuck. Yeah, I also think more important than that, I think it's important that we meet the kids and like who they are so that we need when, to know that. Yeah. So that when they go into the other people's bodies, it's not just random. Like if we didn't meet Jack, if we didn't meet Bethany before she was in Jack, exactly. it'd be like, no, yeah. Whoa, what's going on? I just I think it works really well with the teens in like a breakfast club detention situation. Yeah. It's just a really genius way to like update the story. Yeah. And. I just think it's like it's just really incredible how well the cast does like outside of Jack Black because we all know he's incredible. I think that Kevin Hart is just so fucking good in both of these movies. All right, let's talk about Kevin Hart. Can we? Because he's so fucking like the first one. All of the backpack shit is just gold. <laughs> yeah. Every time he's like, you don't get in water with a backpack. Everybody knows that. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the, he said that when he was filming and whenever he would improv something, he would always go to the backpack because he just thought that that was like the best thing, yeah. like the funniest thing ever. And I was like, I love that because I think that's some of my favorite shit that he does in the first movie it has to do with this giant ass backpack. So Kevin Hart is funny in the first one, but he's just Kevin Hart, though. He's just Kevin Hart. Like, but he's still great. Everyone else is kind of playing against type. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, their stereotype. Kevin Hart is essentially just himself. They make jokes about him being short and all all this stuff. He's still funny. But my God, him in the second one. I never knew that I needed that in my life. It's so good. (laughs) Him as fucking Danny Glover 
it was just genius. And like what you were talking about with like him with Jack Black being like, I'll take a step back in the next one and let like someone else take a turn. I feel like it was like everyone was like, let's let Kevin Hart do something. But mm. then The Rock was like, I can do something too. <laughs> and everyone's like, okay, like he's a producer. Like I'm sure that he has like some Tom. I mean, we all know he has like some Tom Cruise. Like, <laughs> like, 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 let me make some decisions. So I wonder if that's part of it because <laughs> he's going all out to try and match Kevin Hart, who is incredibly like, I mean, he is Danny Glover. It's so yeah. weird. Everything about him. I think The Rock accidentally made Kevin Hart even better. He did. We'll get to The Rock. The Rock is doing so much. He's doing way too much in, mm-hmm. in, in his But not attempt. enough, weirdly. It's still not enough, and it's not right. It's like, it's just in a whole other ballpark. Like, yeah. he's just in another galaxy of but playing yeah, he, somewhere he's, else. He's just cranking it up to 11, and Kevin Hart is just pulling it back to the bare minimum. So and it's good. So, it's so good, because... <laughs> Danny Glover is the opposite of Kevin Hart. Like Kevin Hart is loud and animated. (laughs) He talks really fast. Danny Glover is just like been 80 years old since he was 15. Like fucking Morgan Freeman, man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like these guys have been around forever, but you're like that. It's just like even the voice is so good. I don't know how he does it because it's such a distinct voice. (laughs) And it's just, I also think it it also ties into like, as much as like The Rock is really trying too hard, it still works in a way because it's like the old people in a video game (laughs) is just a fucking great idea and a really (laughs) impressive way because like this movie could have just been the same as the first one. Yeah. Like so much the same stuff that happens. It really could have. Yeah, just everything everything kevin hart says i'm just laughing at just like whenever he sees the end he's like what a majestic creature <laughs> i just love when they're like everything that like when he hears uh them respawning you know and they drop down to the sky and he's like oh that's my life alert time for me to take my pill <laughs> and just how slow he talks and then they're like we cannot have him be the zoologist that's too important <laughs> like he can't get around to the point and i just I think my favorite part that he always does is when he's talking about the hippos. Yeah. Well, that there was a hippopotamus. Mm-hmm. And they are awfully fast. Faster than a horse, if you can believe that. And they've got an awful, ferocious bite. How about that? You know, the funny thing is, I don't remember knowing much about hippos until right now. You're a zoologist. <laughs> like how many times they try to explain to them and like the old people interacting with like the NPCs and all that, they're like, what's the problem with this guy? Like, He's only, he has a programmed, like only so many responses yeah. he can give you. And they're like, oh yeah, I know that my nephew's like that. <laughs> it's oh, like, just like total what like I would imagine like anyone's parents would be in this game. It would be a nightmare. <laughs> like, yeah. It's funny because they do make it where like Kevin Hart's, and Jack Black's characters while they're like more of like supporting to like the main two characters. I feel like their characters are way more important in the second one, which is fun. Yeah. Cause he also speaks to animals, which I love. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so perfect. He's incredible. It it is. I'm so I'm pretty sure these movies are my favorite Kevin Hart movies and also my favorite Dwayne Johnson movies. 
Oh, and like combo because they've been in a billion movies. Let's just call him The Rock. I mean, does he not go by The Rock anymore? I just still call him The Rock. I'm okay with calling him The Rock because cool. that's all I've known him as. Let's just call but... him Rock. <laughs> rock. Like we're friends with him. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about The Rock. Or sorry, Rock. The first movie I absolutely loved him in. I He's think so it's, good. I think it's my favorite Rock movie or sorry, rock performance, because it's the only movie where he is not fully aware that he is the rock. Mm-hmm. Like Exactly. That's what's incredible about it. It's like a nerd with the rock's body and powers and like being like, like so worried about allergies and like such anxiety and stuff. And I'm like, I relate to him. Yeah. <laughs> I get this. And I just feel like he's really good at playing that type. Like him and Karen Gillan both do such a good job of that. Yeah, I was so surprised at how good The Rock was at, like, not being The Rock. And they're like, oh, God, look at him. He's so sexy. And he's, like, smoldering. And then he's like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> it's just so good. And then also, like, the fact that he, like, finally comes to realize, like, when Kevin Hart's, like, being a dick to him, he's like, you know what? He's like, just like, I can fucking beat the shit out of you. Yeah, I'd like to see you try right now. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm never going to be able to feel this way again. Uh, it, it was just it was so great and and then it was just a real departure in the second one for like 90% of the movie just a lot different <laughs> so the funny thing about the second one is that I I think the rock is hilarious in the he second is. one the 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 thing is is that he's funny but he he's doing the worst Danny DeVito impression my hip feels pretty good now Oh, my joints feel like butter. The whole character is supposed to be Danny DeVito, and he's so bad at being Danny. He's just like a cartoon of a New York person. Like Exactly. And like the things that he's saying is really funny. Like, and he does have his that's good lines and he's funny, but it's like it's a very like grating voice that he's doing. I'm yeah. really like it bothers me less, I guess, on rewatch, but like still, it's just, I think it's the first time that I watched it. And I was just like, that's a choice. Yeah. It's like, and like they let him do that yeah. next to Kevin Hart doing that good of it. Like that's even more embarrassing. Like they should have fucking told him. Somebody <laughs> who works for him, one of his assistants probably should have fucking mentioned it. He's like, how can I do a New York accent even more? The New York. It's like he was trying. Well, he's trying to do a New Jersey accent because that's where Danny DeVito's from. Okay, but I'm like, okay, just because you like studied like like typical New Jersey accent, that doesn't mean that that's Danny DeVito. Like that's what I feel like. I don't think he watched a bunch of Danny DeVito or like studied him. I think he just was like, let me nail the Jersey accent, and then I'm gonna work out a bunch. You know what? That <laughs> that actually makes a lot more sense because he does sound just like the people from Jersey Shore. Yeah, that's what he's so, doing. He's just doing is, a New Jersey accent. Which is not New Jersey. Like, it's a, it's, a, it's very niche New Jersey. But... Yeah, it's extreme New Jersey accent. It is not at all. I was like, wow. And when I first heard it, I was like, is that what Danny DeVito sounds like? <laughs> no. And then what, what really is like the fucking like cake or cherry on top is fucking when they switch characters and mm. he, Aquafina, the new avatar or character or whatever when she gets to, to be Danny DeVito and she just nails it from as soon as she's Danny DeVito the nails body it. posture the way that she moves her hands the things that she says the way that she talks she's perfect oh yeah like 
I have seen so much Danny DeVito in my life just because I rewatch Always Sunny so good. Con- constantly. And Danny DeVito, like it's his voice, but then also he's so animated in his, in his hands and when exactly. he talks, he like moves his head around in his hands. Yeah. It just the the rock does not do that. <laughs> like the only time I was like, oh, that's kind of Danny DeVito-ish, is when he realizes he's super powerful and he beats up the whole town. Like his reaction yep. to being strong, I was like, that that kind of seems right. But then everything else is just wrong. But then Aquafina redeems it, comes in and crushes. <laughs> crushes but then she it. just makes him look like even more of a jackass because she's like, this is what it like should be. And it's yeah. not like he's I mean, if he's a producer, I'm assuming he's watching a cut of this movie <laughs> and going, that's great. People are going to love me in this. I think I might be the next Jack Black. Like I'm going to have the Rockassance or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like we need that. He needs it right now, though, actually. The Rock cannot have a Rockassance because he never left. <laughs> like, no, but he like needs he to should give us leave. a break. Yeah. <laughs> then, then he could come back with a fury. We didn't see Jack Black for nine years. Like, <laughs> yeah, he gave us a fucking minute. And also, I didn't even ask for that. So, like, I was just more than happy to see him. Whereas The Rock, yeah, a bit much. I just heard he's remaking Moana. This guy seems unhinged. Oh, this <laughs> that's doing way too much. Like, that doing movie's not even old. Much. Like, yeah. I know. Okay, the fi- I did want to ask you about this one character that I feel like we're if if I don't bring it up, we'll never mention him again. Yep. But Nick Jonas's character, he's the, fine. He's fine, of course, obviously. So like yeah. the first, I mean, you don't meet. I mean, you barely meet the kid who's like the Alan Parrish, like gets yeah. stuck in the game for twenty years. For him, it only feels like what six months or something though. So that's like again, they have it a lot better than Alan Parrish. He's sitting there going, "What the fuck is this?" So you're 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 totally right. So that that's where we get some weird questions of like what is going on in Jumanji because he takes him to his campsite and Alan Parrish's name was written there. So he lived in the game world where there's other people and you know he said you can go shopping and stuff like that. Didn't seem like it. I mean, fucking Alan Parrish jumps out of the game, fucking wrapped in leaves. So it doesn't seem like he had his own little like suite that he made. But I guess he was there for 20 years. So, so my interpretation of that is that Alan was pulled into the game when it was still just the board game. So it was him and the hunter. And that was pretty much it. When the when the board game turned into a video game. It molded the original world to be a video game. And so it added NPCs and all this other stuff. And so his, his campsite was still there. And then Nick Jonas found the campsite. Lucky for him. That's, that's how I'm understanding. That's it. <laughs> genius, Jace. Thank you. You just fixed that whole issue I had. But I did want to say about how useless Nick Jonas is in the, both of these movies. Because Are I we love... talking about in real life or just no, in the movie? I love the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I... I'm a millennial. I loved them too. Nick Jonas was always my favorite. I think he's the cutest. Bye, I don't know if bye. he's the best. I don't know if he's the best actor, but I I think like like obviously we barely meet the kid. I don't even think you really see his face before he's like sucked into the game at the very beginning. It's like dark. You it's barely one, see him. One scene. And we then see, he's sucked into see, the game. We see more of Colin Hanks than exactly. we do. <laughs> so Colin Hanks. And then this is where it gets weird too, is because Colin Hanks, like, so they meet him as Nick Jonas. He's like 20 years been gone, right? Yeah. And Nick Jonas and like Bethany's like super into him. 
But it's like, he's not Nick Jonas in real life. Like, I hope, I know she knows that. I would too, I also would be bewitched by him just looking at Nick Jonas. I'd be like, like when she's like, he's single. Like, (laughs) he's like living by himself in the middle of the jungle. It's like, ooh. But like, you know, it's like not him in real life, but she's like kind of super into it. It's interesting because then when they come out, then he's got a daughter named Bethany and he's like 20 years older than Colin Hanks. And it's just a really kind of a weird thing. <laughs> so I think like, why is he in the second movie? I get it. She needs him to fix the fucking video game. But like, I still feel like, why is he still hanging out with these people? That was 20 years ago. I don't think he's good at playing video games anymore. Well, he wasn't hanging out with them. She came and saw him. And that was like the first time they had seen him since. How do we know? They, these guys might. I mean, it's just like he's his wife was probably like, oh, you're going back with that girl that was hitting on you back in the day and saved your <laughs> life and that you fell in love with. But, you know, she was too young for you. She oh, wasn't he, born yet. He never told her. He never told the wife about Jumanji. You don't think? No. He, he named his daughter Bethany after the woman, the girl who saved them. Like yeah, he, he saved they, his life. He just said they had the kid and he's like, you yeah, know, it's a good name, Bethany. All right. I'm just thinking, I guess that's, I'm just ex- that, expecting him to be an honest man. Sorry, that, that, Jay. That's why they're all bonded because they can't tell that story to anyone else that's who's true. gonna believe that. Like, I would believe it. I would believe it. I'd go, I fucking knew it. I knew it. I've known this since I was five years old. Jeez, this is why I've been, I have anxiety and fear, I think, is because from five years old, I was told Jumanji is real and could happen. That's what I thought. That was on the table for life. So this is why I, this is my origin story. I'm realizing more and more, but I do think like, that Nick Jonas, Colin Hanks, like, I'm, I wonder if, like, they'll do anything with him in the next one. Because I feel like they didn't really know what to do with him in the second one. They kind of shoehorned him in here. But it's like, he's the only one that doesn't ever switch avid, like, switch people who yeah. plays him. And it's like, does he do anything besides fly the plane and get killed by mosquitoes and make no. margaritas? I mean, yeah. I would hang out with him, but. Yeah, his entire purpose for the first movie is to fly a plane and to connect it to the original movie with mm-hmm. Alan Parrish. The second one, I'm pretty confident the entire reason he's in that is because he is because uh, Colin Hanks was uncredited in the first one. Oh, he was. Yeah. And so why? He, I don't know. But he's like, you're going to pay me on the next one. Yeah. Good for <laughs> him. So, OK, I'm pretty sure that's why he's in the second. one. I don't think he'll be in the third one. Yeah, I was going to say, if he comes back again, I'm like, this guy's insane. Why would anyone ever go back into this game? <laughs> First off, I know that like the Alex kid, if he went in there voluntarily, I'd be like, guys, I think we just leave him. OK, yeah. clearly he wants to be there. <laughs> I think we're going to bounce. Let's destroy the game so we can't get back out. <laughs> Speaking of Alex Wolf, it is incredible that he did this movie and then he did Hereditary. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's barely in in these movies, but like the performances are very, very different. <laughs> I mean, between those and then also an old. I'm just like, who is oh, this yeah. kid? Old. I haven't seen Pig, but he's in that movie with Nick Cage. And I'm just like, I'm really interested in him. He's taken a lot of really different directions already. And I think <laughs> I mean, I just never would have anticipated any of these movies for him. So, I mean, I think he's great. And I like I like the energy of like him and fridge like their friendship that they established and like their conflict mm-hmm. that like then it's just carried over perfectly with the rock and kevin hart and i love that in both movies their characters are always fighting they're never like happy with each other you know yeah, yeah. 
But uh, I think, yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to do something with Colin Hanks and that, and the, or not Colin Hanks, but at least Nick Jonas. I wonder if he's just not as good of an actor that he can't like play anybody else. <laughs> he's like, I can be myself. So we'll we'll just keep Colin Hanks. He seems like a very normal guy. We can just plug him in and say it's him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... I will say um, one thing I was not expecting because, you know, the first movie is just very fun. It's a very lighthearted thing. You know, you have some some little like teen teen drama kind of stuff that's going on. I was not expecting in the second one how good the story between um, Danny DeVito and Danny Glover's character is going to be. Yeah. Like it's a real surprise. I was getting a little emotional of it. I was like, this is beautiful. <laughs> like, I was very taken aback by it. I, it, I don't, I did not expect. I mean, I granted, I feel very emotional about the original, so like I should have known. Yeah. But like, yeah, there's not, there's a little bit of emotion, but like, it's not like as really deep and sad and out of nowhere that like the second one is. It's, it's really nice. Yeah, and also the fact that they were able to keep that story going while switching who is playing those characters. Yeah. The switching of the characters was like so genius in order to keep this movie interesting, but then they don't make it confusing. Yeah. Like, like it's very established very well. Who's who <laughs> but I was like, Oh man, I'm really getting involved in this story where the rock and Kevin Hart are like portraying these people. And then all of a sudden, like they switch it to Aquafina and a horse. <laughs> and I'm still emotional about it. Like and that like the, ending. The goodbye scene. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> this is fucking beautiful. Of course. It's, I love that the horse flies. And like, I'm like, that's hilarious. Like, what a great, like, if I was that, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to fucking stay here. Why not? If I go Although back, for me, yeah, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why would you want to stay? For me, it'd be a lot of really anxiety. But I do think we should also shout out. I think they have the perfect actors playing the villains in both movies. I think like mm -hmm. they're pretty interchangeable for me for both of them. Like they could be either one. I don't recognize them that separately besides the one that has the bugs inside of him. Yeah. But uh, I think they're both really good. And obviously uh, the, the, the hound was just a perfect choice. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, yeah, they're, they're good. They, they are very interchangeable, but also that's kind of like video game villains are just, they're, they're bad guys and that's pretty much all they are. So the like, guy, yeah, that's true. But yeah, like it was nice to see the hound and he was like super villainous. And like it was I was almost I was like, is the hound trying to be the mountain? <laughs> like, Yeah, I kind of was getting that vibe, too. I was very <laughs> impressed with him, though. I thought he was good. And um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll, we should talk about uh, the, the third one. And like, I guess because they're I think they're still making it. I think it got delayed because of covid. But there's some fun things I wanted to talk to you about as we look forward to the rest of the Jumanji franchise. I guess the fourth one. Sorry. Absolutely. And sorry to ruin your transition, but I also just want to shout out Nigel. Greatest NPC yes. ever. Oh, thank you. For some <laughs> reason, we were talking about him before we recorded, so I thought we had already mentioned him. He's incredible. He's the guy I would be hanging out with if I was stuck in Jumanji forever. <laughs> He's hilarious. And like, he just feels like a real NPC, which is really, I feel like, hard to do as an actor. He just he really nails it. And he's yeah. really funny. <laughs> he is so, so good. And what what is that actor's name you you know it i think or i'm just throwing you under the bush rise Re Reese Reese Dar Darby. Reese Darby. that yeah 
I'm sorry. I realized that I did not know it. <laughs> and I didn't want to speak until I said it. Yeah. He is so funny. He's funny in everything. And he he's he's always like a supporting character, but he's always so good in everything. That he so does. good. You're right. Thank you. I don't care if you ruined my transition for that. I was just trying to help <laughs> you out, bitch. But that was incredible. You're right. He was someone to shout out. And I love I hope he's in. Every Jumanji movie, move, 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 blah, fuck me. Moving. He forward. has to be. If he's not in another one, I'm out. Me too. He's that, he's that important. <laughs> I'm out. I'm so glad you've returned. I've been so anxious for your arrival. Who's with this fellow? My dearest mouse. Surely you remember me, Nigel Billingsley. At your service. Hey, Nigel. I thought that was you. All right. So, what can you tell me about? jumanji 4 or i'm gonna go ahead and guess the uh the name of the movie we had welcome to the jungle next level i'm gonna go jumanji boss fight mm, that's a good one actually find the final level i don't know i actually i don't th i was just trying to double check i don't think they've announced anything they don't have a uh anything in the works for title i don't believe but it, it's shocking that nothing has been like confirmed about this yet considering that the next level was the fastest turnaround time for a sequel that that studio has ever had like it was I, so successful yeah. they're like we got to do it again is this sony <laughs> and like or no uh, i think it is if you keep talking while i look it up i can okay i will <laughs> So either way, I think like the thing is, is that it's it feels like Scream where it's like Scream 5 and Scream 6. Like they came out so quick because like they want to capitalize on it. Mm -hmm. But Scream 6 was so successful. They still haven't even announced the sequel. So um, it does say like I did know that like the director who, by the way, his name is. Uh, wait, his name is Jake, Jake. Ka Jake Kasdan and his dad is Lawrence Kasdan, who directed Empire Stri Strikes Back. Ooh, yeah. So he has been uh, working on a movie that comes out this year called Red One. It's a Christmas movie with Dwayne Johnson and Chris Evans. Wow. So he's been doing that. But it, I guess Kevin Hart just recently said that we're definitely we just don't know when, but like that everyone's talking about ideas and stuff. And like it's definitely in the works. OK, but I think COVID was like a big reason that it got delayed because this like the second one came out 2019. So mm -hmm. then then COVID happened and then other people went into other projects. And I'm yeah. sure it's just a nightmare to schedule it back. But we'll get another one. I'm convinced because of then credit scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, and I'm excited for the next one where they actually bring the jungle back into the real world. It's like like the first one. We're bringing it back to the original, baby. It's mm -hmm. always goes back to the original. And did always and did you did you notice that Nora is the aunt from the original? I yep. didn't realize that until I saw something on YouTube afterwards. Oh. I'm like, oh, it's the same actress. As and, soon okay. as I saw her when I saw the end credit scene, because I was told or like I wasn't told, but like I saw online that it was like there's an end credit scene. So when I saw the second one, we waited and then I saw that and I was like, oh, my God, it's her. Like as soon as I saw her, I knew <laughs> I didn't know off the name Nora because I fucking do not have that yeah. information top of mind. But yeah, I feel like I re like remember her. But also, I you know, I saw this movie when I was five. It's like burned into my brain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want to remember things about that movie that I still remember. So yeah. So yeah, but that's the the interesting part is that it's bringing it back and like the guy from fucking New Girl. 
is yeah. the the repairman who gets sucked into the game after they all finally get out. Oh yeah, that's remember? Right. Yeah, I'm yeah, surprised yeah. you didn't mention it because you fucking love New Girl. I do, and Jake uh, Cosden, he was like one of the producers through like the entire series. Cool. So Zoe D Chanel in the next one? Maybe I would be down. <laughs> Would she be an avatar, though? That would be interesting. I couldn't put her in the jungle. I don't think I don't know what she would be. Could be a fun jungle character. Yeah, she'd be very like out of place. But yeah, know. maybe she she could be like a like a healer, like a medic mm. Ooh. character. Yeah, she does have healing energy. No fighting abilities at all. Just purely medic. Or she could be super powerful and kill everyone. That's that's already uh, Ruby Roundhouse. That's Ruby Roundhouse, killer of yeah. men. I love her. I would love yeah. to play her. That's the ultimate, I think. But I also, did want to say. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I would say this is a Columbia Pictures. Columbia. Okay. Yep. Cool. Okay. So then the one thing that I was going to tell you about that I know about the the third one, and I learned from the trivia, was that is it Jurgen the Brutal or mm-hmm. Jurgen the Brutal, whatever the fuck the the Hound. He's not an NPC. The director confirmed that he is an avatar played by a character that we haven't met yet. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's insane. I had no idea from this movie. How has he worked into the fucking game story? I was wondering that because... Really? Because when The Rock beats him, he hits his heart and he has stats. Oh, he does? Yeah, he hits him with the fruit. But then he has a, a stat board pop up. Oh. And I was like, wait a second. So do 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 MP do bosses have stat cards or whatever? But yeah. Interesting. So So it's supposed to be somebody else. I don't know who would be playing it. They haven't confirmed who it would be, but they said that that would be explored in the next one. Oh. But I'm like, who the fuck could it be? Is it Judy and Peter? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Robin Williams, I don't think. <laughs> that would be not okay. Yeah, it's not Disney, so they don't have his entire likeness as a as they don't a have him CGI. saved in a warehouse as yeah. an avatar or a robot from Westworld. But Ugh. you know what? I'm sure they're working on it. But yeah, I think that that made me really excited about the the next one, aka the fourth one. Yeah. So what is there anything that you think that you would like to see in the in the fourth one? Any ideas that are just popping off? Obviously, there's no wrong answers because this whole movie is insane. But... I've got three answers for you. How's that? Okay. Me. And this is just because it's like, it's weird. It's like a weird reason, but it's like, these are the three things that scared the shit out of me as a kid. I'd like to be faced with them as an adult. <laughs> See how I fare. But I'm going to say spiders because there's been no spiders. And I feel the spiders were a pretty memorable part of the original. Like a spider level? Whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. They got to fight spiders. And then also I was going to say like the quicksand. They haven't really had to deal with that. Mm. And then I would say the crocodile. I always thought the crocodile was super scary. I hated the crocs. Yeah. They need they need some more uh, water based. Yeah. like You fears. see them underneath like when they're like in his Alan Parrish like trap dungeon house. And yeah. like they see them underneath and I'm like, God, that part is just scary just because I hate crocodiles. But I'm like the original Robin Williams fucking wrestles one in the water. <laughs> it's insane. Again, yeah. Alan Parrish. I don't know how that kid ever recovered. He must have like everything must have been men in blacked out of his mind <laughs> because there's no way that that kid would have a normal life after that. Yeah. All right. This sounds fun. Um, I think <laughs> that sounds fun. 
it sounds, you know, those were good beats from the first one. You know, bring yeah. them back. It's been 30 years. So a lot of this is going to depend on how they handle the next one and if they're going back into the game or if the game is coming to real life. I'm wondering, like, are the avatars going to come out and they're going to be like their actual characters from like the video game? Like they're not going to be like people playing them. Yeah. And they team up with the teenagers. I don't know. Would that be lame? I can't decide. I don't know. <laughs> right? It's weird. I don't know what how that's going to be resolved. I'm interested, though. But I feel like that's something they'll have to grapple with. Yeah. If they, So if they do go back into the game world, maybe they have to go back into the game to solve the the situation and remedy. No, that would be lame. The, well, I'm saying maybe it's a little bit of both. Kind of like uh, Yellow Jackets. You have an in-game timeline and then an out-of-game timeline. Mm, I would like I see but the thing about the original is that the chaos of like the jungle being introduced to like suburbia is just insanity yeah and that's why it's so good like one of my favorite ongoing bits in the original is the cop car that like his car (laughs) gets utterly destroyed at every fucking turn until Uh, it's finally taken by the plant but that guy fucking drives it the whole time and I love it David Allen Greer so good incredible fine take it (laughs) (laughs) but like yeah I just think you know if they want to do I think Kevin Hart was just saying that like they're talking about like this could be a fucking franchise Mm -hmm. like a real franchise and I'm like you know don't oversaturate it like Marvel but like every few years give me a new Jumanji yeah do do different you know type you know acting against type I don't know it would be funny if in the game scenario, I would enjoy having another meathead. Like if you had another avatar like John Cena alongside the rock. So now it's like, competi- no, now it's fast and the furious. Now it's like competitive. <laughs> like who's the most heroic? Yeah. You know, like that could be funny. And then maybe have the person that's controlling John Cena be an actual like athlete. And it's like, you know, now yeah. it's co- competitive. That would be fun. Or it would be fun to introduce like a kid and have like an old have like a an older person taking the avatar of a kid. So then you have a kid acting like an old guy, kind of like Kevin Hart. Yeah. But, but taken to an even further extreme. I want Bethany to play the rock. <laughs> I want her to be Dr. Smolder Bravestone. I want the hot girl as the rock. I think that's the way to go. I'm not sure if The Rock can do it. <laughs> I think if he's he's going to try next movie, no matter what, I think. I think he's got the best amount of success with that. He did really good playing the emotional nerdy kid. Not, It seems like it could be like similar ballpark. I think John Cena could do it. John Cena is funnier. He has yeah, better but comedic John Cena's not, It's not Fast and the Furious. <laughs> and it's not WWE, Jace. Get out of here. Just saying, this is just it. The Rock and Kevin Hart. Okay, that's the only duos that we need in here let's get kevin hart in a wrestling outfit though then that'll be you can have a little bit of your wwe shit there we go uh or it would also be really funny putting bethany in aquafina having aquafina act like a total like valley girl that would be pretty funny yeah exactly i mean there's a lot of different fun combinations i think or we need to do the reverse of Danny Glover. Danny Glover was a horse. We need an animal to get sucked into the game and put into a person. That sounds too complicated. <laughs> That's Jack Black's next challenge. Can Jack Black be a dog or a cat? <laughs> I bet he could. Oh, yeah. He definitely could. He could. He could do anything, including 
be Bowser and the best version of fucking Bowser that I've ever seen and that we'll ever see. I hope that they make 20 more movies of those too. Peaches. Alright, if you made it this far, then you followed the rules. Yeah, you finished all the way through. Now all the terrible effects of whatever else happened in the past hour or so. That's on you. That's on you. But it should be all done by this point because we finished. We called Jumanji. We said Jumanji. We called out its name. But nothing is undone. Nothing has been undone. We're still here. I still am thinking about The Rock trying to be Danny DeVito. (laughs) And I will be for a very long time. (laughs) Unforgivable sin. (laughs) Unforgivable. How do you mess that up? Anyways. This might be the last time we ever hear The Rock do an accent. He might just be scarred from this. I fucking hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, that was a blast. Can't wait for the, uh, the fourth one which hopefully we we get some announcement at some point. If we don't, I'm going to lose it. (laughs) But uh, we got a real fun movie that we're watching next. Tell us about it, Renee. Oh, I'm so excited. We're doing this movie. I've been, I think I told you, is one of my most anticipated movies of the year. Mm -hmm. Renfield. And it delivers, let me tell you, just from like the excitement that I had of like I know what this movie is going to be I'm not expecting like an Oscar movie but it does everything that it set out to and more yeah it's a blast it is so much fun it is so fun the trailer I think very accurately depicts what you're gonna get so you get a little bit more than that which I was not expecting so I think there was there was some really great new stuff like not everything's in the trailer Mm -hmm. plus Nick Cage's Dracula I mean Jesus you just can't get any better than that I think he nails it. It's it's so fun. Um, and I can't wait to talk with you about it. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, other stuff? Still talking Yellow Jackets. It's getting crazy. Getting super crazy. Three episodes left, mm-hmm. right? Maybe mm-hmm. just two now. No, three. Three. Don't, don't, don't scare me like that. Sorry, I was at a heart attack. But yes, buzz, buzz, buzz. Go over to YouTube. We're talking all the sh- crazy shit that's going down, mostly theories and coming up mm-hmm. with some fun topics to discuss, honestly. Oh, yeah. We're having a blast with it. Um, but yeah, until then, take care of yourself and we'll see you next time on the regular exclusive podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We out here. <laughs>